Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Sarah Richardson is a certified educator, running coach and master instructor of Chi Walking, Chi Running. Her business Rise and Shine Running helps rookie and novice runners who experience doubt and frustration bring safety, efficiency and love to their sport. Her unique approach shines a light on motivational strategies, mindset management and proper body mechanics to promote fulfilment and consistency. Hi Sarah, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Hi, how are you Liam? Good, good. And I'm really excited to chat today about chi running and lifestyle and habits and things like that. So um, what about if we get into it first of where you just tell us a bit about you and how you've got to where you are today? Sure. I, uh, my name is Sarah Richardson. I live in Vermont, which is in the northeastern part of the United States. It's super cold here right now. But um, I got into chi running and started my business Rise and Shine Running because I was injured for quite a long time. I uh, tripped in a pothole and um, took some time off, never healed quite right. And anytime that I started running again, and I was a marathoner, and uh, anytime I started running again, I got to two miles and just was incapacitated. And it was so frustrating. So I tried to figure it out and I ran into Chi Running, literally. I went to a clinic with Danny Dreyer, who is amazing, and learned about running technique. Nobody teaches running technique uh, to children or adolescents. It's always kind of run fast, do what you need to do. But I guess what happened is uh, during my injury, I just kept compensating to try to stop the pain. And every time I compensated, I became more and more out of alignment, which went against what my body needed it to do. So I was really thankful for that clinic. And before the end of the day, I said, how do I teach this to other people? Because it's so important. I know so many runners who struggle consistently with injury. And then the injury turns into that mindset of, oh, I just can't run anymore. Um, and then it's frustrating. So there's that disappointment and almost depression that goes along with not being able to run for a lot of people. So that's how I personally got into it. And I'm so happy that I did because I'm back to running again, which is my freedom, my therapy. And saying freedom and therapy, that, that is what it is for people. So like I know for myself, um, at the moment with our challenging times that we have, not being able to get out and run as much um, and feeling like you can't get out there because you can't go in your groups and things, you feel as though there's a loss of freedom. There's something missing from you, isn't it? Yeah. So with the chi running, um, obviously you started off doing the chi running because of injury and that. So have you seen a lot of people now that have had the injuries that, uh, that are wanting to get out there and run longer distances or is it the speed? Tell us a bit more about that. So it's a specific form technique and it's all about alignment and relaxation. And the more aligned you are in the, in the body, like using your skeletal system, the more your muscles can relax. And if you think about running injuries, most of them occur from the pelvis down. And that's because we overwork our legs. So in chi running, we like to say, let's teach you how to run without your legs. 
And um, that was revolutionary for me. And so that's kind of what we teach is how do we take the impact off of your legs, use the force of gravity, use the force of the oncoming road to your advantage so that you're not pounding the miles and we can let go of all of those things like pound the pavement, um, push till it hurts, you know, just push through it. Those don't serve us well. Um, so we like to take this form approach and use the obstacles to our advantage. And I've seen a lot of different types of injuries too. So, you know, the usual runners ones are ankles, knees, shin splints, things like that. Mm -hmm. And this, just by changing form, what you're talking about before, but not using your legs, that actually stops a lot of injuries or actually helps a lot of injuries? Totally, yeah. So my example, I could not run for four years um, personally. And um, after I started she running, I mean, my time got slower, but that was because I was so focused on my form. I really wanted to master my form, obviously for two reasons. Number one, I didn't want to be injured anymore, but number two, I wanted to be able to teach it to other people. So I was meticulous about slowing it down so I could really body sense the form technique and use it well. But that next year I ran five half marathons, injury free. And like my legs didn't hurt. It was just, um, it was a different experience than I'd ever had before in my whole life of running. So that was really exciting. Like when you finish a race, a half marathon, you're like, oh my God, the only thing that hurts is my abs. Then you know you're doing it right. So it was really cool. But um, I've helped other folks train as well. And um, just the difference is incredible. It's just easier. It feels lighter on your body. It doesn't feel grueling. Um, and you kind of become a problem solver on the fly. You start to communicate with your body and go, oh, my hamstring. Well, let me shorten my stride. Oh, that went away. So you start to be able to communicate with your body in a way that you can problem solve. And instead of this twinge over here getting louder and louder and louder and turning into an injury, you kind of tweak it and you go, oh, that's gone, it's solved. So I like to help people become problem solvers. Mm. And I know because I've taken on the chi running with you, you know, having met in Fiji, it's been amazing. So I've been concentrating on form thinking, okay, she said to concentrate on form, let's do that first. And when I'm running, I think, oh, I am feeling that heaviness in my legs or my quads are feeling a bit sore. Oh, it's pulling behind my knee. Oh, there must be something wrong with my form. So I go through the whole list and I say, oh, okay, that's better. And then I can go longer. So it, it really yeah. is important to be able to do it on the fly as well, isn't it? Yeah. And that, that's such a great point because once you're in it, then you can do it longer. So you listen to your body and you can just make an adjustment. So instead of it being that my body is the problem, you can actually solve your problem with your body. So your body becomes your asset, which I just like that mindset so much better that you're, you're more connected instead of it being a, oh, my knees, I can't do that anymore. Oh, this hurts, that hurts. Like instead, just kind of be curious, lengthen through your crown, do something with your form and just see what happens and become curious. And then you become more in touch with yourself. The other piece that you touched on too is 
the lighter you feel or the more aligned you are and your muscles are relaxed, then you can, the distance comes second. So the recipe is always form first, distance second, and then speed is gonna come naturally over time because your forward fall is your gas pedal, not your legs. So you're using gravity to help you propel forward as you trust in your form. I think that's the biggest thing that I've found is using that leaning, well, not leaning forward, but you know, falling forward because I haven't been working on form and yes, then I've been getting the distance because I've been making sure there's been no niggles or anything. And then I've been looking at my times when I was still able to do park runs that I was doing on a weekend yeah. and I was like, the times were getting that little bit faster, like not huge yeah. ones, but just a little bit more and a little bit more. And I was getting so excited and I'd come home and I'm thinking, I don't have to sit down. I'm actually feeling really good. Yeah, it's, it's more energizing in, in so many ways. Like you just, um, you feel better physically. And I always think you feel better mentally and emotionally as well. It's like, it's just energizing. It's a different, it's a different experience than the, um, I always call it like tree trunk legs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have these days where you're like pound, 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 pound. But if we can resolve that and make it feel so much better, that's the ultimate goal. And then you want to go back out the next day. That's the biggest reward. I think that's the thing I found too, is that, you know, you, you get all these mixed messages about you shouldn't run two days in a row, or you should do this, or you should do that. And I was getting so confused. And, and when you, the simple thing that you said, listen to your body. And if you do these things, I think, oh, okay. What does my body want to do? Yes, I love to run Saturdays and Sundays, but I like to have Monday off. And, and so now I'm listening more to my body thinking, well, what does it want to do? Does it want to do a longer run today? Or is it just maybe a bit more speed in a 5K run today? So I love that whole listening to the body. Yeah, I always say the body is the teacher. It knows, it knows what it needs and what it wants. And if we just listen to that and provide it, it's going to serve us better in the long run. Yeah. Now you touched on before about emotionally you feel better. So obviously there's benefits, not just physical. Tell us more about the emotionally, oh the emotional God. side of it all. Well, um, the emotional side of it is so, um, I want to say tender for me. It's such a, I beat myself up so dreadfully for those four years that I couldn't run and I was just devastated. I gained a lot of weight. I was on medications for anxiety and because I wasn't able to run and get out my frustrations, like it was really a horrible time. Um, and so I, I think of running as just this therapy of just allowing my mind to do what it needs to do. That deep breathing, I mean, deep breathing, you hear it in yoga, you hear it in meditation, you hear it everywhere. Everyone feels better when you're breathing deeply. And that's the same thing with running. You are just taking these deep breaths all the way into your diaphragm, filling your lungs, exhaling as hard as you can. It just, feels good, that oxygen exchange goes right to your brain, all the way through your body. And then the miracle at the end of your run, you feel so proud of yourself. And there's nothing better than that self-satisfaction of going, all right, I may not have wanted to get out there today, but I did it and I feel better for it. And guess what? When you show up to wherever it is, your job, working with your kids, hanging out with your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever your next activity is, 
most times after a good exercise run, you show up the best version of yourself. So it's a, just a win-win-win situation. You're taking yourself, but you're also taking care of the taking care of those around you because it just clears your mind and allows you to feel proud of your accomplishment. Mm. And on the flip side of that, we often, when we're feeling good, we will do all these things and keep going running and feeling great. But when things start to challenge us, like maybe what's the circumstances, what's happening in the world at the moment, we go, oh yeah. no, well, I don't want to go. I don't feel like it today. Then you can stop doing that. But if you actually not force yourself, but then go out and just, even if you say to yourself, I'm just going to run around the block and see how I feel. You actually feel better yeah. and you want to keep running. And then you realize when you come back home, it has lifted your spirits, hasn't it? And you actually feel as though you can take on the world a bit better. Yeah. When I, when I got back into running after that hiatus, we'll call it, um, I wrote a book about that journey back to running. And uh, one of the things that I came up with in that book was there's four pillars of motivation. And I always want to check in after every single run. I just think about these four things. What did I do to make it therapeutic? was it therapeutic? And in terms of therapeutic, I mean, did I come back feeling better than when I left? So that could be like more relaxed. It could be energized. I could feel free, whatever that is. Did I make it therapeutic? The second one is, did I make it experiential? Was it worth remembering? Was there something I smelled? Was it something I heard? Did I see something? Did I stop and take a picture? I try to make every run memorable in some way so that it makes it a little bit more exciting. The next thing is making it custom. So just like you were talking about before, I listen to my body. I don't follow the training plan 100% because if there's a day that I wake up and I knew something was gonna be in the way or I was too tired, I wanna customize it to me on that particular day at that particular run. So did I customize it? And how did I do that? And then the last one is communal. And it doesn't always mean running with other people. It could mean I stopped and picked up cans and bottles and garbage along the way. That helps my community. Or I ran a charity race and donated to a certain cause that I'm passionate about. Um, it could be communal in so many ways. Even like I said before, showing up to your next activity, the best version of yourself. So I always think running is communal, but I try to make a habit of thinking about those four things, making it therapeutic, experiential, custom, and communal. So then it's well-rounded. That becomes the motivation for your next run. Definitely does. Because I know with myself that uh, I, there was, you know, a time a few years ago, I had a treadmill so boring. I was like, you know, can't do this. Don't like running. <laughs> so I decided, <laughs> no, not me. And I actually am a nature person, so I love to get out. But I like to see different runs. So now my partner and I are making sure that we go, okay, where would we like to do our 5Ks? Or where would we like to do 8Ks? Or, you know, when we do different runs, where would we like to start from? So it's not the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. And I just get a, such a thrill going, morning, morning to all the walkers and that sort of stuff. And even if I don't get an answer back, I think, well, you never know. Could have still made their day. And it's that to me is a different type of just thinking about the running, just got to do the distance. It's, it's so much more than that, isn't it? Yeah. And just a tip about treadmills, because I live in New England and sometimes it's really icy. Mm. Um, and the, the amount of light that we have during the day, 
I fell in love with my treadmill a number of years ago. And that was an exciting thing because I was like most runners and oh, I hate being on the treadmill, but there's a way to think about it. So same thing, go in with those four pillars, like how am I going to make this an experience? How is it going to be therapeutic? And just get into that mindset of like, what am I doing this for? And I made the treadmill a place where I focus on form exclusively. Mm -hmm. So I just rotate through my body sensing and think about things like that. And then I play around with my cadence, play around with um, my um, stride length, just do different things to just body sense over and over and over. So I almost feel like the treadmill is this gift of quiet time where you're not distracted by the outside world mm -hmm. and you can just get into your body and into this rhythm just an offering because i know there's so many people who their only time to exercise is like during a lunch break at a gym mm -hmm. so i encourage people if that's your only mode and you do love running make it make it something that you do enjoy even if it's on a treadmill yeah and i guess i'm so lucky here in australia we just don't get the times where we need to stay inside all the time up oh, there I am. Even, <laughs> I, <don't like> <laughs> I know. And in winter like it's still light and you know it's just and cold means oh maybe I'll start with a light jacket and I'll take it off it just as I start the run. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to me I don't need to worry about the treadmill but I can understand that with people that are time poor, that's a great option, isn't it, to to get yeah. the treadmill because I really feel that with all that goes on and the busyness and the chaos that we have in our world today, and not just the COVID nineteen virus and that it's it's more than that. Even before it came along, we were just so busy with our lives. You could feel it. People had injuries everywhere. And yeah. it just, um, I just think that they need something to get them out there and have that holistic looking after themselves. Yes. And not for it to be something on the to-do list. And like, I have 20 minutes, I have to get it done right now. Like it just be comes a stressor in people's lives too. So my goal is to help people open up into how do I make running accessible in a fun, joyful way that provides that freedom and therapeutic attribute that they're looking for and craving. Yeah, yeah. And do you find with runners, they, are, they can get a little obsessive and that they love to do it and they love to get out there. So <laughs> it is important that you sort of keep in contact with them to keep them going, hey, are you checking in on yourself, that type of thing? Yes, there's, and you know, it's funny because I have these, these clients on this hand who are like, I need the motivation, I need the kick in the pants. And then there's these other ones that are like, you need to slow down, take it easy and listen to your body. Like they're so detached from what's happening, the injuries that they're causing, mm -hmm. because it's all uh, like a like anxiety or like they're trying to ease some kind of other thing in their life that it just becomes automatic and they stop listening to what's happening within their body. So it's kind of twofold. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely see the benefits of the chi running. I feel it myself. I just, I want to just tell everyone about it. I even get my partner going, Hey, if you just did that change in form, <laughs> you might not get that injury. <laughs> Can't help myself because I just know how good I felt about it. How not good. It's not just the form as well. It's that holistic view making yeah. experiential. I remember you saying that. Like, yeah, I do. We make sure we go different places. I look around me. The other day I stopped and looked at this um, boat wreck that I, I'd really just walked past and never really looked at. So it was just, oh, I'll just stop and take a photo and have a look. And it was quite a nice experience. So I love oh, that. So thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on today. I've loved talking to you about this. It's such a thing that I'm passionate about. I know you're passionate about. 
if our listeners want to find out more about you or contact you, where's the best place to go? So um, my website, you can go to for sure. It's riseandshine.run. So riseandshine spelled out dot run. And I'm always just an email away. So I'm Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at riseandshine.run. And I'd love to hear from anybody. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So great to chat with you, Leanne. Igniters, Sarah brings joy and vitality to the lives of those she helps out with she running. I love how passionate she is to help walkers and runners bring back their power as a runner or walker. If you want to contact Sarah, go to her website www.riseandshine.run or email her at sarah at riseandshine.run. For bringing more adventure and fun into your life, go to my website leanneblaney.com.